26 lessons in 26 years also yes hi i am i'm back this is like yes this is gonna be the first episode with like the new setup ever since like i took my hiatus and everything because all of the like previous episodes with like the old setup that's like i filmed that back in what march april <laughs> but then i got depressed again <laughs> as always as fucking always and actually this episode I'm, I'm gonna be so fucking for real like this episode 26 lessons in 26 years this was supposed to be like back in april when i turned 26 but i was also too depressed <laughs> Hey, better, better, you know what? It's fine. Better late than never, right? And also, obviously, Peter's over there. And, um, Hello. yeah, no, P and he has Hello. his own camera. And uh, mm -hmm. shout out, shout out to Michelle because mm -hmm. I, I'm using her camera. Even though I was supposed to return it, to be honest. Like, I'm not supposed to be using it right now, but I'm still using it. So thank you, Michelle. Um, but anyways, did we want to say anything before we jump straight into it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dead jokes. Go, go I should fire you. Sometimes I look at you and I'm like, I should fire you. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never. Okay, no, let's just get started. 26 lessons in 26 years. Um, first lesson if you do not force yourself to stop and slow down and take a break, your brain and body will do it for you. And that is exactly what happened. No, 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 no. This is number one on my list because that was exactly what happened. Peter, when did I go on hiatus? When did I, when did I like break, have a mental breakdown and nearly killed myself? Kapan itu? Sering banget sih. Like, kita, kita kayak do, do like a two, Every... two months full of like filming. Yeah. Terus abis itu, this ilang sebulan, dua yeah, bulan. ilang sebulan, dua bulan because I'm fucking <laughs> mentally unstable. I'm mentally Angie. ill now. Okay, <laughs> that's exactly what happened to me. Like back, I think in like March or April, I can't remember. But the one where I had a huge mental breakdown and I was like, I can't do this no more, and I disappeared for like two months. And everybody, everybody was like, I was kind of like not active on. I was not as active on social media, and like I would go days not posting and shit. And then like all my friends would be like messaging me. I just want to make sure you're alive <laughs> because everyone thinks I like killed myself <laughs> if I don't post. If I don't post every day on my social media, people don't see me posting at least once on my Instagram story. They, they like some yeah. people legit be thinking I like killed myself. <laughs> someone thinks like that. <laughs> see, someone thinks like that. Beneran. Yeah. And I, you know what? I'm doing. I hope. Amit, amit, jangan aku bohong. I like. I hope. Like I don't want to like like jinx myself but i feel like i'm doing better now and i feel like i'm a lot more stable now these days you know for the people that you know maybe you're wondering how i've been doing um and part of it is because i've just i've learned how to just better manage my energy because my problem for the longest time and i've been cognizant of this being an issue ever since i was in college where i it's it's like I go hard for those two, like, let's say like one month, two months. Like, and like, all I do is just work, work, work. And I go so hard at it and I go so fast at it. Mm -hmm. And I burn out so quickly. Yeah. Gitu. Terus gak produktif dalam jangka waktu tertentu. It's also been, I had to take that time off to kind of like figure out a, a work style that is more sustainable. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like, I really hope. Tolong Tuhan, jangan jinx it for me, please. Tolong, but, <laughs> but I feel like. Yeah. I, I feel like I've figured it out now. Uh, taking that time off really helped me kind of just reset and find my bearing. So I also just, you know, really quickly, I, I appreciate people being patient with me throughout that time of like literally not doing 
anything, posting no content, nothing. Kaya menghilang banget kayak gitu. But I just I, I but I really needed that, you know. And I had to t- I I I had to tell myself too that you know what in the calm down in the grand scheme of it all, taking two months, three months off is really not that long of a time, in the grand scheme of things. Especially if you're taking that time to actively, proactively work on yourself. But I am not daft. I also realized that that comes from a place of privilege. Like, I, I, you know, Peter and I, we were joking in the beginning, but yeah. sebenarnya betul, mm-hmm. sebenarnya betul nggak semua orang itu mempunyai privilege yeah. untuk bisa melakukan hal seperti itu. Mm-hmm. Tapi gini loh, a lot of people, even if, even with, even with every resource to be able to take a break, like me, I, I have the privilege of taking a break. Where I, you know, if if I wanted to like not work for like you know two months, three months to like find myself and healing di Bali kayak mm-hmm. gitu, you know, like I would be able to do that without any financial repercussions, and I'm so immensely grateful for that. But I also realized that for the longest time, I have always felt like I wasn't able to, and mm-hmm. not because it came from a financial sort of like dire need or whatever, but because I felt like society was going to yeah. judge me for it. Ngerti gak sih? Yeah. Because another thing relating to this, like that, I kind of want to talk about really quickly is hustle culture is yes. so kaya it's so debilitating to be mm-hmm. honest and i i struggled with that for so so many years oh my god you guys don't even know do you do you re- does this resonate with you do you feel that mm-hmm. way where it's like you feel so guilty for not doing anything yeah, yeah. what's crazy is that when i was on that like two month three month hiatus and i wasn't doing anything oh this is so weird i i know objectively logically mm-hmm. like i you know like objectively rationally i knew that nobody was judging me mm-hmm. but in my brain i was so convinced people were yeah i i i, I it would like keep me up at night yeah. i would get so many like i'll get anxiety attacks over mm-hmm. that shit but how you yeah, know no yeah or that it's just yourself yeah it's just it's, it's just... a very deeply ingrained insecurity of mine like i i mean i think most people know this about yeah. me my biggest insecurity is like being of, mundane being mundane but all, like for sure but part of that too is that i uh, i'm perceived to be incompetent uh, you know yes. so it's like i get mo- so much for so long mm-hmm. i've always rooted my sense of self-worth and how productive i could be mm-hmm. you know getting good grades for example having mm-hmm. accolades and like you know a- a- get achievements right mm-hmm. so much so to the point where if i'm not doing any of uh, anything to attain all of those things like i feel like i'm nothing yeah so part of my <laughs> healing yeah. journey <laughs> was also just learning that no i deserve we all deserve where, where we can afford it where we are able to we deserve to take a break and we deserve to just touch grass and sniff the flowers and live life and not have to be productive but sometimes it's okay to just exist from a health standpoint too because i was so unhealthy my not even just my mental health was deteriorating bro like rambut nya gua kayak ngerontoknya sampai setengah setengah mati jerawatannya terus kayak inflammation and everything kayak apa badannya sakit like everything like, I was feeling physical symptoms too like my body was dying at that point you know it's also just the health ramifications that comes from you not taking care of yourself because health is you taking care of yourself is an investment anybody watching this right now and I am so sure there's so many people that are probably going through right now what I was going through like you know maybe three four months ago okay if you right now feel like you are burned out you are overwhelmed you are tired if you are to the extent even like you're experiencing physical symptoms like sariawan for example mm-hmm. i was getting so much sariawan at that time too just stop just stop slow down and i know people always think 
ah nggak bisa nggak bisa nah if I if I rest for three days kerjaannya numpuk semua kayak gitu but does it actually like does it actually I don't know that was debatable <coughs> ini yang aku sering bilang juga sih ke ke my girlfriend kan jadi kalau ada kerjaan banyak nih tetapi diselesainnya bisa sebenarnya deadline-nya nggak besok-besok amat cuma hmm. gara-gara takut besok itu ada kerjaan baru jadi nggak selesai-selesai mm-hmm. akhirnya dikebut besoknya otaknya nggak bisa kerja nah iya nah, because gitu. you're also ya, you're... apa yang orang-orang juga lupa itu karena Capek. kamu kalau kecapean tapi tetap memaksa Stupid. badannya kamu yeah. kerja itu juga nggak produktif yeah. karena bengong. bengong iya lu apa akhir-akhirnya kamu cuma bengong, bengong. aja ya you can't And then, ya, atau kamu kepikiran sesuatu tapi kalau udah pengen nulis atau pengen apa kayak uh, ya yeah. ya gitu right nggak tahu padahal kalau misalkan istirahat besoknya malah bisa kerjanya dua kali lipat lebih bagus gitu yeah yeah exactly and I you know take this with a grain of salt me and Peter we also acknowledge mm-hmm. the fact that this advice as much as we would love for it to apply to everybody in reality it can't apply to everybody because there are like levels of like privileges yeah. and like mm-hmm. uh, accessibility to resources that are at play i understand right so just take this where this applies but if you really can please stop and slow down take care of yourself take a break take a nap mm-hmm. <laughs> take a nap so yeah that's number one <laughs> that's definitely a very recent lesson that i have had to learn the hard way next one we can cut this out if you want okay <laughs> But this is definitely relevant banget ke lu. Well, both of us, <laughs> to be honest, it? this one is What's very that? relevant. Number two. Spill the tea. Blood ain't thicker than water. Blood? Ngerti thicker than water. Do you, do you get what that means? Blood ain't thicker than water. Blood ain't thicker than water. Maksudnya, mm-hmm. um, it, it's basically, it, it's basically, uh, gini loh, the original quote of it is actually the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. That's the original quote. Meaning that the relationship that you cultivate with people that you have like genuine connections with covenant covenant mm-hmm. means like your apa sih covenant like your homie it's yeah, like your your yeah. acquaintance your homie or whatever relationship that you cultivate with the people that you genuinely want to have relationships with because you guys get along and you guys share similar values and mm-hmm. respect each other and all that that is greater and can be greater than the relationships that are cultivated by force all because you are tied together through familial mm-hmm. um relations mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. That was so sorry. That was very yeah. rambly, but like, yeah, essentially, your family ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> And what I'm trying to say here is, cut your toxic family members out. Yes. See Peter no comment. That's the thing about family is that yeah, you can't choose it, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just sometimes yeah, it, it do be like that where you just have that one really shitty family mm-hmm. member that you're just like. If you could help it, you would never want to be in the same room with them yeah. ever again, and you would never see them again. Mm-hmm. But then, because yeah, it's this whole uh, society does have this notion that like, oh, if it's family, you're not allowed to do that. But I disagree. Mm-hmm. Even your dads, yeah. even your moms, you yeah. know, like I, mm-hmm. I have some friends where it's yeah. like, yeah, no, dad, your, your, your dad's an asshole. Your mm-hmm. mom's an asshole, and yeah. it's they don't even deserve. They they don't even if, deserve you. If you if you guys. Uh, follow some financial content creator gitu yang groups itu kalau mereka lagi bahas tentang sandwich generation tuh family-nya toxic banget sih mm. nah, kayak mm. anjing gue punya adik kayak gini gue bantai sih mm. <laughs> gitu. mm. malah parents-nya di ngutang dia mm. bayarin utangnya mm-hmm. udah kelar mm-hmm. kayak mom dad jangan ngutang lagi ya gini 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 nanti kalau ada apa-apa bilang aku aja mm. ini dia pergi uh, Ekonominya udah mulai baik, dan orang tuanya ngutang lagi yang nggak jelas. Lu pergi aja bro. Ya, udah terlantarin aja, yeah. udah nggak apa-apa, terlantarin aja. And like people yeah. might get mad at me for saying that, but it's like mm. no, some yeah. 
soalnya eh. mereka nggak kasihan juga sama lu aja. nah iya merugikan hmm. lu juga hmm. kan like oke okay, orang tua macam apa itu bro yeah. come on like be for real hmm. and people masih bisa maklumin people can still give you grant you grace okay. if it's your uncle your aunt because it, like in people's heads is that like, uh, there's a degree of separation but then like yeah. try you have this conversation about your parents like when it's the people that talk about how I hate my mom I hate my dad and I want to get the fuck out and I never hmm. want to see them again terus dipanggil anak durhaka hmm. right padahal there you know there is this quote too like nobody leaves home unless home is the yeah. mouth of a shark mm-hmm. do you know what that means yeah. yeah kan like okay for the people that don't know it's like nobody would ever literally leave home unless home is such a such a hell yeah <laughs> like unless your ho- house is such hell that mm-hmm. you just can't even that it don't even feel like home no more mm-hmm. bisa aja misalnya sama siblings juga atau sama orang tua ya mereka mm-hmm. orang tua durhaka so sekarang gini orang tua mana yang pengen ngancurin masa depan anaknya mm. I'll give this some grace. Banyak orang tua yeah. di luar sana mereka merugikan anak-anaknya hmm. mereka. Aku nggak bilang itu da- dalam cara uh, dengan sengaja atau tidak sengaja. Yeah. Tapi yeah. it doesn't matter sengaja nggak sengaja because at the end of the day the impact that it has on your yeah. child is objectively you yeah. are merugikan mereka. Merugikan. And the fact that okay maybe it wasn't their original intent. intention but the fact that they see it happening to their child mm-hmm. that yeah no my child is struggling and I am contributing in part to that struggle mm-hmm. and they are complacent with it itu juga mm-hmm. sama aja itu yeah. yeah that's just as bad in my opinion but yeah cut your toxic family members mm-hmm. off fuck them um <laughs> next next one now this one this one is from the soul this one was from the depth of my soul The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's just a different shade of green. Oh yeah. Wes itu aku tiap kali aku kutipin gua sendiri gua kayak, "Uh. I am so cool because that is my original unless somebody else out there has said it. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know, but like I I wrote a book in case anybody does not know that about me. And the context in which I said that was because I was coming to the end. Oh, ngapain main sama Hello Kitty? <laughs> <laughs> Harassing her. <laughs> No. Pelecehan. No, I'm kidding. Oh shit. Oh shit. No. no. Um yeah, but it was in the context of when I I graduated college and I kind of had the rugs like ripped underneath my feet because I really at that time I wanted to become an investment banker. Aku aku sekarang tiap kali ngomong kayak gitu aku geli anjing. Enggak lu bayangin, lu bayangin gua sebagai investment banker becus enggak? Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, intinya, I, I wanted to become an investment banker. Obviously, that did not happen. Yeah. I guess for the better, but I, it, that, that did not happen. But also because I wanted to, original plan was to stay in the States, like do the whole, you know, work there for a couple of years and then come back or, you know, the other side to it too. I wanted to like get married to an American and like stay there forever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, obviously that did not happen. And then I had to come back to Indonesia. And in international students, it, it's almost as if there is this, A disclaimer if anybody is listening to this and like you know they went to JIS or whatever international school and you don't resonate look that's fine right I'm just I'm sharing my own opinion and like these are like per my own observations but we've always been set out to have like this very rigid career path like you know you go to school in like an English-speaking country like the Anglosphere you go to the US UK Canada Australia because those are like the only they almost make you feel like those are the only options that you have mm-hmm. in terms of like the countries the most prestigious institutions are there and then you 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 go to you go to college over there you graduate and you're supposed to have this corporate american corporate canadian mm-hmm. job yeah. you, you know yeah. what i mean and like you know recite there and there's always also been this like I, let's just call it like it is for so many years i think 
living in the Western world has always been very glamorized. Ya kan? Everybody mm-hmm. wants to live in the West and like yeah. nobody wants to live in bumfuck Indonesia. Ya kan? <laughs> ya kan? Mm-hmm. Jujur aja. Yeah. Jujur aja. And um, when I had to come back here, it sort of felt like my life was over. Yeah. Um, Total and, failure. Yeah, it, it, it kind of felt like a failure, I'll be honest, just yeah. because, and, and all of my other friends, they were, even though we graduated class of 2020, and at that time it was the, you know, the, the C word that I will not say, um, but my friends were still getting jobs at Google, the mm. Meta, at that time Facebook, the Twitter, you know, yeah. all, like investment banking firms, it's like top four accounting firms. Mm. And then I, you know, and then I didn't get a job and I had to be sent home and I was unemployed for like an entire year and I felt so shit about myself. And I felt like, I, part of it too is that, especially because I was in America, so this is US specific, I think I was under the impression that the US was like this, like, haven of opportunity like there was so much opportunities and i'm never mm. gonna go anywhere and find economic opportunities to advance my career uh, as much as i will find it here in america mm. and going back to indonesia like that is the that is a mm. seal on the coffin to mm. my career part of it i also thought i'm giving up a lot also in my quality of life because in america i was to put it crassly i i lived a much freer life mm-hmm. you know i could do whatever be whatever say whatever my mom wasn't there <laughs> and everything was so much ini ternyata aku salah tapi at that time i thought everything was so much more advanced the quality of life is so much better indonesia mah kampung desa yeah i kind of felt like that and intinya it took coming back to the side where I thought the grass was always greener to realize that the grass on the other side isn't greener. It's just a different shade of green. Meaning, to be honest, America and Indonesia, like they're no, they're no better, no worse than each other. It's just different. It's, different. it's just yeah. different. And I also realized when it comes to economic opportunities, and I understand this is operating from a place of privilege as well because I 100%, I do not shy away mm-hmm. from acknowledging that I come from such social economic privilege. But in the way that I saw it and what was available to me is that opportunity exists wherever I exist because I can, mm-hmm. opportunity starts with me. I can make my own opportunity. But mm-hmm. again, I realized that that doesn't apply to everybody, right? So mm-hmm. just take this where this applies. It applies to somebody like mm-hmm. me. So... But this lesson, the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's just a different shade of green. It doesn't just apply to like like moving countries or you know opportunity or whatever. It also applied to yeah. I want yeah, aku ceritain. Um, I wanted to be an investment banker. Mm-hmm. Western education system they definitely glorify the corporate nine to five, mm-hmm. huge MNC corporate job yeah. type of like they they definitely they glorify yeah. that. Indonesian they, too. Uh, Indonesia juga ya. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know Korea is like that too. This is my gripe with education. The education system in most countries, they don't teach you how to be employers. They teach you how to be employees. employees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I, I realized that after graduating, but um yeah, for so long, I thought my only option and like the correct option was to get a job as like in finance or accounting. Um white collar, right? And so mm-hmm. yeah, and of course, let's just be honest, like especially at first, what was so hard about me starting this job like as a, as a social media personality, as a content creator, is that, yeah, of course, people, people venerate the investment banking title more than the content creator title. At first, actually, it was so hard because a lot of people would kind of like judge, yeah, kind of judge me and kind of put me down and kind of underestimate how hard my job was because, oh, 
she just makes videos and puts it up on the internet. Gitu. Yeah. Right? Whereas jobs like with investment banking, being a doctor, I think every job, I, and I really mean every job, they come with their own sets of struggles mm-hmm. that are sometimes just too different for you to even compare. The first few years, I was trying to reconcile with how, okay, I don't get to have my dream of having that fancy investment banking job in LA with like a fancy LA apartment making six figures. And then social media fell onto my lap because I kind of accidentally went viral on JU, kan? Yep. And the first few months of when that was happening, actually, like it was kind of a weird time in my life where I was like, I, I was still grappling with the thought of what if, where I was like, what if, yeah, what what would my life be like now if I were in investment banking instead of doing this? Would I be making more money? Would I be happier? Would I be more well-respected by the public? You know, what if, what if, what if? You, you come to a point, you ask so many what ifs and you realize that what ifs just don't fucking matter. You always want something that you don't have. And it's because it's something that you don't have. You kind of, you have the propensity of exoticizing it in your head and glamorizing it in your head because it's something that is so foreign to you. But at the end of the day, whether you are an investment banker or you are a doctor or you are a stay-at-home mom or you are a content creator, ujung-ujungnya juga ya sama aja. Number four, your ego is oftentimes the only thing standing in the way of you having the most beautiful, open, loving relationship, platonic or not message them first mm-hmm. initiate plans tell them you love them stop playing hard to get just because you think that shit makes you cool and edgy yeah maksudnya jangan apa what, what does my mom like to say jual, ma, jual, jual mahal. mahal yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah just i don't fuck with that anymore mm-hmm. at my age especially i'm at the age now where i find like making genuine connections and relate cultivating relationships mm-hmm. with people is actually so hard and my life is too short and people's lives are too short for me to not tell them that I love them and that I appreciate them in my life. Even you, I love and appreciate you too, Peter. Even though I never tell you that and I always threaten to fire you, but no, I love you, I love and appreciate you too, bitch. You know? And life is too short for me to not tell you that. It's too short for me to not tell everybody that. It's too short for me to be gangsy. 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 That's the word in Indo, gangsy. Right? For me to have such a big ego and like, oh, what if I, what if I message them first and then they think I'm a simp. Tau simp kan? Simp. It's usually a word yeah, for gamp- like. Gampangan. Bukan simp itu kayak. Um, uh, uh, what is a simp? Hold on, sorry guys. Simp definition. Uh, kayak orang goblok. Bukan. Uh, an internet slang term describing someone who shows excessive sympathy and attention towards another person, typically someone who does not reciprocate the same feelings feelings in pursuit of affection or a sexual relationship so think of like the guy who is like so hopelessly in love with this girl that doesn't love him back and like ngejar ngejarin terus oh. tanpa putus asa ya gitu it's usually that is a bit of like a derogatory attached mostly on men to be honest because it plays mm-hmm. off of the whole narrative that oh as a man you're not supposed to be so emotional apa bullshit gitu um and yeah uh, I just I, I vehemently did I vehemently Jack ta- Jack told me I've been pronouncing it wrong vehemently whatever vehemently fuck you um uh I just I really I'm I'm against that a lot of the times relationships fail all because like you can't put aside your ego mm-hmm. and sometimes it's also uh, maybe it's your ego is the one that ruins the relationship but also your ego gets in the way of you openly communicating. Because sometimes it's like, okay, if I say this, if I say that, yeah. aku kelihatan, do I look, kelihatan, I'm gonna look yeah. like this, I'm gonna look mm. like that, they're gonna think I'm this and masa, that. Masa gini aja harus bilang sih. Yeah. Terus, oh, kalau aku bilang kayak gini, nanti kayaknya kelihatannya kayak, uh, apa, cewek matre atau kayak cowok 
gampangan atau kayak gimana ya? Iya. Padahal ya, udah orang kan enggak ada yang bisa jadi cenayang ya. Iya. Yeah. And and you realize just how stupid that is because at the end of the day, this is just human nature and this is how mm-hmm. we're programmed as humans. At the end of the day as humans, we just want to be loved. Mm-hmm. We just want to feel loved, we want to feel accepted, we want to feel like accepted. we belong, we want to feel like we people like that people like us. Mm-hmm. You know? And is yeah, I don't think it should be that hard to just let people know. So mm-hmm. message message them first. Five. <laughs> the whole hyper independent don't need nobody mindset <sighs> is such bullshit. <sighs> bullshit. I my goodness, I've hurt myself unnecessarily so much. I've made my life so much harder for nothing. All because for so long I always had that hyper independent boss ass yeah. bitch i don't need no man yeah. i don't need no yeah. fucking buddy you know <laughs> no the truth is as humans humans are social creatures mm-hmm. humans are social creatures we depend on one another you know and you cannot i think joshua joshua kenji mm-hmm. was the one who said this you can't go far alone kamu gak bisa yep. pergi jauh sendirian loh mm-hmm. in, in anything not even yeah. just in business but just like in life yeah even if you apa you think you can taught yourself or teach yourself mm-hmm. And then misalkan oh gue bisa gue belajar sendiri kok hmm. otodidak nih bikin rumah segala macam segala macam cuma lihat video nah video itu dibikin sama orang lain anjing <laughs> yes. yes 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 even if uh, kamu terlalu pinter buat uh, teach yourself terus kamu belajar dari mana baca buku itu buku dibikin sama orang lain gue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I literally was just about to say that, mm-hmm. right? Like something that I've realized, especially now because I'm an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? I I run I run Tigs, I I I run this podcast show, obviously. Um, I have licensed baddie. That's like my new cosmetic startup for um, lashes, press on nails, the whole nine. You know, going to be a bad bitch. You know, go shop. <laughs> um, and I also believe it or not, you guys, from time to time, I do help my mother. with the family business i really do um but it's also because now i'm in that shoe of being an entrepreneur but also because growing up i saw my mom being an entrepreneur and i grew up with like a lot of these other like yeah rich families and they run businesses like with mega fucking big ass you know companies and all of that and they're remember that video i made stitching that chindo finance bro what's his name timothy ronald i'm sure everybody's seen it that one went super viral but um he he was saying along the lines of like Oh, apa sih dia ngomongnya? Oh ya, coba ke Lois Lois. Kalau ke Lois Lois yang mahal, ambil itu terus liatin tuh orang kaya di situ kerjanya gimana. He's kind of spreading this misconception that oh all of this all of these rich people mm-hmm. they're rich and that they have everything because they have good work ethic because they're disciplined apa kayak kayak mm-hmm. bullshit bullshit banget. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest fucking bullshit because let me tell you growing up I saw like my mom and and all my other friends as parents mm-hmm. the reason why they seem to have it all is because they have somebody doing it for them mm-hmm. bro and and that's also like you know what i wrote down here on my notes is that even from like dari segi bisnis misalnya like from a business perspective for for example you can have it all you can have a thriving business you can be like the ceo of a thriving business and you know have a uh, have a family life have a social life um have hobbies and you can have it all to be honest you really can but you can't get it all alone right mm. and even right now with tigs and with lb that's kind of also where i'm at right now where it's like you know i'm I, actually i'm at the point in my life where for once my career is actually going good i'm making like oh you know 
actually my videos have been like doing very well mm. recently like a lot of followers and it's like a lot I have, I, i'm getting a lot of like brand deals and you know all of that and like i have a, a business opportunities for lb like really soon and like yeah things are like coming together mm. and i'm juggling a lot but i wouldn't be able to do all of this without you mm-hmm. or or shally or you know the girls in the mm-hmm. captioning team like mm-hmm. like janice and azani and uh, celine and everybody like i i can't do it none of this would even exist without any of you. I'm just a pretty face in front of the camera, sure, and, like, I'm the talent, but this show don't run if Peter's not here because Peter will be the first to tell you I am so technologically incompetent and I do not know how to set up a camera or lighting or the camera, like, at all. You, you really do depend on people and even not even just from, like, a vocational, like, business standpoint, but even just in life, like, I, you know, and I'm not undermining the the importance of money, but what good is having all of this, like all like all that money if you got nobody to share it with? Like that is still true, you know. And when you are at your deathbed, your money's not gonna be there for you, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, yeah, your money's gonna get you a really nice like sweep or something, <laughs> but you know, like, there's nobody there. Your money's yeah. not gonna mourn for you, you know what I mean? And it's also just the whole hyper independent mindset thing is also it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask for help. But we live in a society where that is so looked down upon because it yeah. was supposed to portray you as being yeah. somebody weak. Asian parents paling parah mm-hmm. kalau soal the hyper independent mindset. Yeah. My mom especially. Kerjain sendiri, bro. Yeah. Apa-apa harus sendiri. Yeah. Apa-apa harus sendiri, mm-hmm. but then like, if we're not making fast progress, they get mad at us. Yeah. My mom kayak gitu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, number six. Confrontational, don't gotta be scary and serious all the time. Yakan, yakan, and that is so so hard. Uh, just because the issue is also just that people don't know how to take criticism and feedback. You know, yeah. even if you sometimes it's not even about you. You could relay it in the most articulate, most civil, gentle way possible. Mm-hmm. And if the person is just not open to receiving mm-hmm. any form of criticism mm-hmm. whatsoever, it's just not gonna be taken well. Yeah. That's also the hard part. And mm-hmm. all of that, to be honest, I think uh, the other part of it that you just can't help, yang gak tertolongnya punya itu juga, it comes with age. It's something that has to come with age. age. Do you agree? Yeah, age, culture, culture too. Cu- culture too, for sure. Educations and brain. brain. <laughs> pure, yeah. pure fucking logic, uh, yeah. Aku kayak punya teori, mm. uh, dari, like, I observe many peoples on the internet, on the society kayak gitu kan yeah. uh, most of problems we have apalagi kayak tentang uh, arguments or apa itu gara-gara orang tuh logikanya nggak bener yeah. Yeah, people have poor logics jadi mereka akhirnya mm-hmm. kalau nggak salah nangkep nggak didengerin semua atau mm-hmm. yang satu lagi itu uh, karena mereka nggak bisa bantah tapi mereka nggak setuju tapi nggak tahu kenapa akhirnya mereka marah-marah itu yeah. Yeah, what he, what he said. I, I think people also, they have this misconception that confrontation is a combative thing. Mm-hmm. That it has yeah. to be ngajak berantem. Yeah, you asking to throw hands, you asking to fight. Like, mm-hmm. no, it don't gotta be that way. Confrontation is as easy as like, Peter, don't, like, bro, can you not do that? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks. Udah, mm-hmm. aja. Right? It's, it can be something as simple as that. Sometimes, like, you have... This is, okay, like a sub-lesson underneath this. Something that I've learned at a very young age, and I'm so, so glad I did. A lot of times, like, you know, people kind of sometimes shy away from conversations or shy away from talking about certain things because they are scared that it will be perceived as awkward. Like, oh, what if things oh, get yeah. awkward? And, I've, and I learned that 
whether or not something is awkward depends on you whether or not you make it awkward. Kalau lu pedein aja ya enggak nah, awkward. Nah. Ya enggak ya kan? Nah. So with, with confrontation, whether or not it comes off as being combative, it also depends on whether or not you feel that this is confrontational, yeah. right? Because if the vibe, the vibe, the energy, the yeah. vibrations. <laughs> okay. The the, yeah. the the energetic yeah. vibrations yeah. that you bring is not it's not one of like being combative but mm-hmm. it's just one of like just being calm and mm-hmm. friendly, friendly and relaxed and that's gonna translate yeah. that's gonna translate and the other person on the other side is gonna feel that oh peter what do you think of this mm-hmm. someone else at this that when you want to uh, confront somebody especially when it's something serious don't do it via text do oh, it yeah. face to face they, they cannot like read your expression mm, interesting interesting and they cannot hear your tone mm, yeah 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 mm. i to an extent i agree but i also don't shut down shut down the effectiveness of doing it via text as well to be honest emojis emojis oh yeah you can just use emojis mm-hmm. that's what, also what i mean you know sometimes if you want to confront somebody and like not make it feel so serious and scary throw in a bunch of funny emojis in there yeah. because it apa, uh, i- ibaratnya light, lightens mm-hmm. up the mood mm-hmm. yeah nasi? I do that. I I don't know if this is embarrassing or like juvenile of me, but like I used to send my emails with emojis. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's unprofessional? Uh, kayaknya kalau buat yang generasi lebih tua dan gak ngikutin, iya. Tapi kalau buat generasi kita enggak sih harusnya. Right? Yeah, uh, especially because I'm Gen Z. Why I used to incorporate emojis into my emails is because I hated sounding too serious sounding too serious you yeah. know because if i thought that it felt like uh, i mean okay it's not there's nothing wrong with being serious in certain situations i get that like and i, I don't mm-hmm. have a problem with that but then some with with professional emails it's so rigid and there's no flavor and also sometimes like because of yeah. that because it's a little mm-hmm. bit too neutral mm-hmm. that people misinterpret the tone mm-hmm. right so i always like to throw emojis in there emojis. so that the other person on the other side knows that like oh i'm like i'm saying this with a smile yeah. you know i like sign the email um warm wishes mm-hmm. inda gunawan and then i throw a flower <laughs> that's yeah. cute yep. but, so, but it depends on the case uh, depends on the case and the topics yeah, that, yeah. of course i'm not uh, gonna if it's an email god forbid about like a sexual harassment <laughs> incident yeah. and like i throw in like emojis of flowers in there you go block banget like too tone deaf but yeah, yeah no 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 yeah. with context yeah, with yeah. yeah tapi emang sih kayak text itu perlu kayak uh, you have to be careful to choose to be more careful to choose the words yeah dulu gue pernah ada masalah gara-gara jadi satu departemen di other company itu takut gara-gara gini kan udah dijelasin nih terus mereka nggak ngerti terus aku cuma ngomong sebenarnya gini oh ya udah kalau nggak ngerti nanti ketemuan aja aku kasih tahu yang sebelah mana dipakai WhatsApp gitu karena bosnya udah kenal deket bro lu apain anak anak gue bro oh, kenapa gue cuma bilang gini doang eh lu sih anak kampung belakang emang ini anak-anak gue nih anak komplek nih nggak bisa lu harusnya ngomongnya kita set meeting terus gue coba baca lagi ya oh ya yeah, kalau bahasa Indonesia ini kalau di teks ketemuan yuk kayak ngajak berantem Oh. <laughs> kalau set yeah. meeting enggak. Tapi yeah. kan kalau kalau lu dengerin gue kayak ya iya kan mereka dari kemarin udah gue jelasin enggak bisa nih. Ya udah ketemuan aja ntar gue ajarin gitu. Ya tapi kalau lu kan enggak ngomong kayak gitu nih, lu ngomongnya di teks nih. Itu kayak ngajak berantem coy. Ini anak-anak maksudnya mm. yang lebih 
kota lu kan biasa tinggalnya yang like, like suburb kayak gitu biasa lu ngomongnya set meeting atau apa kayak gitu oh iya juga sih lebih halus coba kalau mereka bertatap muka terus dengar secara langsung mm-hmm. kan mungkin nadanya nggak nah, kedengeran yeah. kayak But gitu kan they interpret as ya udah ketemuan aja yuk nggak yeah. ngerti-ngerti lu goblok gitu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next number seven hidup gini-gini aja nggak apa-apa oh, yeah. there really is so much more to life than just fame and fortune mm-hmm. you know Nah, kan I don't know if the camera the microphone picked it up just now but like kan yeah, I think Peter mentioned it earlier on how one of my biggest fears in life or actually I guess I will say not anymore. I don't, I don't know, I hope but yeah, dulunya lah like back mm-hmm. then like my biggest fear in life was to be mundane, to have a mundane life and that oh like this is all my life is going to come down to and like ya gini-gini aja. I it doesn't really hit when I say it in English like but if you understand Indonesian like it, you really you get you get what that means. I just oh This is it. My life is just like this. I wake up, I have like some mediocre job and I live live a mediocre life. Like being mediocre because I maybe and I I oh goodness, I I've thought about it a lot. I think it's just cuz like when I was younger, when I was younger, I guess like especially in the kind of environment that I grew up in like there, there was always such a pressure for you to be the most you know mm-hmm. like because I grew up so like lingkungane over competitive yep. gitu yeah and um so that was just always like to live a mundane mediocre life and like the idea of not being a somebody and not being not being rich not being um somebody with like accolades and merit of her own and you know somebody who just yeah fa- fa- famous famous i definitely i will admit to something like i've always wanted to be famous because <laughs> so, I, i am an attention whore um and, and, and yeah it, it and it always it scared me and, be, and because i've always wanted that and because that is something that i enjoy i guess and i attach so much so much value to it that i was like okay well if I don't got that in my life. I'm nothing, you know. Part of why I now realize this is just because it it came with time. It came with me growing up and maturing and I definitely have matured a lot over the years since I've started doing this. Is yeah, it's fine to just live a simple life. Simple. Yeah. And sometimes, bruh, you better be grateful for a simple life. Mm-hmm. Sebenarnya, if anything, I've had a revelation. Hidup yang gini-gini aja itu, wah, lu syukur banget anjing. Syukur. Mm-hmm. You should be so grateful that oh your life is just like this and like nothing really nothing nothing ever really happens because the opposite of that you could be fucking starving on the streets yeah. in the middle of a civil war your yeah. house just got fucking bombed and your brother just got killed Orang yang kayak gua enggak mau mundane life nih tapi mereka bandinginnya sama yang bagus And they forget that yeah. the opposite of mm-hmm. something that is like hyper glamorous mm-hmm. such as being rich and famous like I don't know for example Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. for example the complete fucking opposite of that is that little kid you know in mm-hmm. the middle of Syria who mm-hmm. like literally the entire family just died left yeah. all alone starving desolate mm-hmm. like like you don't even know whether or not this kid is gonna live the next one to two days yeah it you also gotta consider that mm-hmm. i i've thought about it that if the possibility of that i'm not gonna be as famous as successful as i had dreamt mm-hmm. to be and i think i'm okay with that practice gratitude practice gratitude especially with me right i think i also gotta own up to the fact that i was just a little bit maybe like ungrateful because Like I'm not trying to like fluff my feathers and like be egoist or whatever, yeah guys. It's just I think a lot of people would kill to be in my shoes. You know, like mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You know yeah. what I mean, right? Don't make me say it. You know yeah. what I mean. I think a lot of people would chill to be in my shoes and like the the shoes of my friends, and yet here we are mm-hmm. complaining that we don't have more. When it's like, mm-hmm. damn, you already have enough. Yep. You really do. Mm-hmm. Like, gua bisa gua bisa tidur di rumah nyokap that she owns, and like, if I really wanted to, I could just not work. Mm-hmm. I just live off of my mom's money, and that's it. I really yeah. could, right? It's just I make a choice not to, but it's like I really could, and like. I think I take that I think I think I take that for granted. I really do. I think I take that for granted. So, if I if this is all my life comes down to, you know what? This is fucking great. Next. Oh, we were just talking about this. Better to overcommunicate than to undercommunicate. Uh, do you agree? Disagree? Depends. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Kenapa? Yeah, overcommunicating kadang bisa annoy, annoying juga. I but pick your poison. Mm-hmm. That's where I disagree with you. I say and disagreeing is not a scary thing, right? It's okay to disagree. Um I disagree with you there because I would, it's all about, yeah, sure, maybe they would perceive it as being annoying, but hey, pick your poison. Would you rather them, you know, understanding clearly what your intentions are and, you know, what your motives are uh, at the risk of, yeah, you sounding a little bit annoying and chatty mm-hmm. or, you know, for you to like seem all cool, calm and collected and like, yeah, sure, bro, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but then, you know, the, them getting your intentions and motives and like all of that twisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one would you which one would you prefer I definitely I would just prefer being perceived as being annoying because mm-hmm. also okay when it comes to like the t- conversation of being perceived annoying by others people are gonna perceive you as being annoying whatever mm-hmm. you do yeah to be honest like mm-hmm. I get that all the time oh my goodness especially especially you learn this like when you are a, an online figure especially you learn this like whatever you do what's the saying in indonesian serba salah serba salah apa aja tuh serba salah gua napas i breathe incorrectly if i so much as breathe out of my mouth instead of my nose like people will be annoyed yeah. on the internet you know mm-hmm. and even people in real life it doesn't even matter like yeah obviously like state the obvious people probably like the most common thing that i get is like oh inda talks too much she's so annoying mm-hmm. i get that a lot i do i really do and I, I don't care mm-hmm. i've also heard the opposite where it's not about me because mm-hmm. there's never been a situation where i don't talk a lot mm-hmm. but my friend i'm not gonna say her name but i like one of my best friends she's a very quiet girl Mm-hmm. very very quiet right and it's not it's not that she's quiet because gangsy like she's mm-hmm. a, like snobby or whatever she's just quiet she's just, quiet. She's just a very yeah. quiet person and um believe it or not people have talked shit about her back for being too quiet yeah and then they uh there was that one there was this one incident where somebody was basically talking shit about her behind her mm-hmm. back saying like oh she thinks she's what she's too cool, too cool. to talk to us when it's like mm-hmm. no she's just quiet she's just shy yeah you know anything that you do is mm-hmm. gonna be perceived as annoying as bad as whatever what fucking ever so just do whatever you want to do and also do what you need to do ah mm-hmm. uh, I think it's better to just over-communicate. Mm-hmm. Unless over-communicating like, um, obfuscates your um, original, like, like the message that you originally wanted to, to convey. Because yeah. mm-hmm. kadang-kadang, kadang-kadang, ngomong, lebih bingung maksudnya apa. Yeah. yeah, you have to define over-communicating. Over-communicating? Kalau ngomong, Hal yang sama lebih dari tiga kali itu udah over sih. Terus aku bisa ngomong. Uh, okay. uh, Just shut up. Uh, I see, I see, uh, I see. You yeah. talk about it like so many times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, no, no. I, okay, I see what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I get annoyed when my mom does that too. Because yeah. my mom will repeat the same thing ten times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it that, that annoys the living shit out of me. <laughs> what, what I had in mind when I wrote this, what I mean by over-communicating mm-hmm. is, for example, mm, apa 
Maya. Like, what do I mean? I'm not sure. What, what do I what do I mean by this? Um, not repeat the same yeah. thing, but okay, maybe not. Maybe not over communicating. Okay, this is what I mean. Bear with me. I don't know if this will make mm-hmm. sense to anybody, but I feel like we live in a time where the baseline of communication mm-hmm. is actually just not enough. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by over communicating is to just maybe not over communicating i think i'm using the wrong word here be honest with your community yeah yeah. like i think a lot of people like what would perceive being too honest as over communicating Mm -hmm. and like tmi right Mm -hmm. sometimes just be tmi assure the other person i think is what i mean Mm -hmm. not over communicate like being too overly verbose like yeah no i don't mean that yeah or like uh, like repeating yourself no 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 okay then i agree okay (laughs) (laughs) there you go um okay next one nine ah yeah this one i've said before you can learn a lot about how to be a good parent from having bad ones do you agree um uh, mm, well i don't have the data see tapi ya allah ya tapi kalau punya yang bad ones you know like you know what's bad dan apa yang enggak perlu ditiru tapi jeleknya adalah kadang-kadang kalau kita sama orang yang kita benci terus tapi deketan terus-terusan kadang kita copy juga karena kita nggak tahan kan yes 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 that's true oh j- jangan sering marah nih gue harus tahan sabar tapi lu sama orang yang mm-hmm. selalu ini misalkan punya toleransi segini nih mm. disentil terus toleransinya hmm mm, ya yeah, ya yeah, ya yeah, yeah. sentil lagi nah, the threshold just keeps getting higher ya, jadi yeah. suka marah juga lama-lama gitu hmm ya 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 anak asih wajib it's a very double edged sword yeah. when it comes to the topic of like having problematic parents mm. It's a very double-edged sword because your kid will either come out the complete opposite because they model the the way that they model themselves is to be the complete opposite of you because mm. they hate you so much and they because they acknowledge that you are problematic but also the complete opposite is because you uh, they see their parents as sort of like role models mm-hmm. instead they copy their parents mm-hmm. and they become the splitting image yeah. of their parents where I kind of see this mm-hmm. where I've seen this play out in my life not with me and my mom specifically like as in like i just observed it observed it from like other people within my environment um you know like the those like rich chindo parents that are very elitist and like to show off their wealth and are very materialistic and shallow um yeah to put it crassly a lot of the stereotype of like the rich chindo kid who's very snobby and like oh look at me kayak baju 45 juta cek apa kek gitu right? uh, those type of stereotypes it's half true because yeah a lot of these kids are like that but you have to ask why they're like that is because they they learn it from their parents mm-hmm. right and it's also because maybe with so- certain parents maybe because the parents are a little bit more politically correct with how mm-hmm. they do it that it doesn't look as ugly and so the kid doesn't see that it actually is ugly Uh, Do you understand what I mean? I don't think that yeah, makes sense. Um, kalau aku lebih gini, uh, kan orang tua kita juga punya teman-teman ya. Hmm. Nah, teman-teman yang seumurannya itu menganggap hal-hal itu normal dan cool. And they validate that behavior. Ya, yes. Terus pas nyampe ke kita, kita dan teman-teman kita punya value yang beda nih. Terus uh-huh. kayak, ini anak kok kayak gini sih? Ya, 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 ya. Yeah. Because it's also just hard. Like it's contingent upon just the child's yeah. personality. Mm-hmm. It's like themselves, where it's like. Uh, how you would perceive a certain situation or mm-hmm. a, a certain behavior cindos-cindos yang zaman orang tua kita kan kayak uh, a lot of them racist gitu kan pas udah ke kita ih apaan sih teman-teman gue bodoh amat kali mm-hmm. gitu mm-hmm. terus yeah, kita yeah. udah nggak punya yang kayak gitu lagi iya yeah. iya yeah, yeah, dan yeah. jadi kalau ada teman se- seumuran kita gitu atau lebih muda terus dia rasis kayak anjing ini anak 
dari mana sih padahal ya yeah. orang tuanya kayak gitu sih gitu. right yeah yeah so that that's why yeah hmm. I mean we agree to disagree because to be honest it's also a, I disagree I agree I can agree to disagree hmm. with half of this because it is a, it's just a double edged sword you really just don't know how hmm. which which coin it's gonna land on mm-hmm. you you really don't know but uh, whether which coin which side of the coin you land on uh, katakanlah it's up to God it's up hmm. to the universe it's up to you hmm. it's up to just how how you neurocognitively are programmed i guess but it, i'm just saying that you can as a matter of fact that it is a possibility to learn about how to be a good parent from having a bad one mm-hmm. but it's contingent upon you being cognizant of the fact that they are bad parents because <laughs> yeah. some people so, have bad parents but then uh-huh. they 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 don't see that with their parents you know yeah. which is kind of shitty to say but like yeah well coba introspeksi terus belajar gitu sih eh, ya. oh God, on God, on God. kadang orang kan kayak yaudahlah gue gini lah nah yeah. padahal lu udah copycat parents lu yang gak lu suka tuh introspection mm-hmm. yeah 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 He, introspection is so important mm-hmm. It's so it's so important. It, it is the hardest thing for people to do. Mm-hmm. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, I I realize that now. Even though I I am somebody who just maybe that's just because like in nature that's just my character. But I introspect a lot. I always have, and maybe that is that has been my saving grace. Like despite my mother not always being the best example in certain mm-hmm. areas, because I introspect a lot, and maybe because there is a degree of also like social skills and mm-hmm. like a, a degree of like uh, empathy that I just naturally have. And, and so the then in that case it's then it's something that you just can't help because it's like the whole nature and nurture conversation so yeah taulah <laughs> taulah um next okay next one number 10 let thoughts and feelings marinate for at least 24 hours oh yeah sleep on it mm-hmm. that's what like the, the, uh, there's a colloquial phrase mm-hmm. in english mm-hmm. just sleep on it you know which means just think ab- just think, think over about, it. Yeah. Think about it. Uh, terus waktu kamu itu lagi tenang. Nah. Mm. Yes, like do and 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 yeah. definitely like you th- you know think about it when you are calm. Yes, oh. when you are in a calm state yeah. of uh, calm emotional mm-hmm. and mental state. But but also th- what I want to underscore mm-hmm. is that you should sleep on mm-hmm. it. Like don't that's why at least 24 hours because you need to have slept at least once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and sub lesson underneath that that I want to throw in there actually one uh, my former best friend before she tried to sleep with my boyfriend but before she tried doing that my former best friend <laughs> she don't don't be a homewrecker. Um uh, but, but she <coughs> despite her being a fucking homewrecker She gave me a really solid life advice that even until now I still follow. I just hate that every time I remember it, I remember her and how she's a fucking homewrecker. But she used to tell me that before you want to buy something, wait at least three days. Let's say you go to Zara, you see a pair of really nice shoes that you want to buy. You already have shoes. Right, so it's a question of like, do you really need an extra shoe? Sleep on it for like wait three days. Give it three days. In three days, if you still want it, go get it. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes you just buy things on a whim, mm-hmm. and then you buy it, and then you lose interest, and you don't even fucking use it. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gave me that advice. So even until this day, as much as it 
pains me and annoys me every time I think about it. I see her face in my head. But uh, yeah, I, till this day, I still I follow that very religiously. If I, there's something that I want, but it's something that I don't actively need, but it's just mm-hmm. something that I want, I wait three days. If in three days I'm still thinking about it, yeah, then just buy it. Then just buy it. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a home wrecker. <laughs> That's why I just have two shoes. <laughs> it's actually same. These yeah. are the uh, the sneakers that I'm wearing right now. Mm-hmm. These are the only sneakers that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number number eleven. Number eleven. Mm-hmm. Next. There is always room for improvement in everything, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. Nothing mm. good. Yep. Right. I understand that. Because like it's it's good that you want to improve yourself and yeah again like I said there's always room to be better but sometimes uh, constantly asking yourself how you can be better and do better can also be counterproductive ya kan ya mengejar kesempurnaan yeah yeah because a lot of times the people that do that is because they're yeah because they're chasing after perfection but perfection just doesn't exist right and sometimes it's also a matter of what am what am I trying to say here you can be You're for now where you are at right now, this very moment. This is the best that you can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like where you are at right now, this is already the best that you can be. But then as time goes by, maybe things change, factors mm-hmm. change, right? Um, then there is room to be better. But for now, this is the best that you can do. And even if it's not the best that you can do, even if like maybe let's say like right now, right? Even like, okay, let's say like with this episode, with takes, like are there things that we could be better at, Peter? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can name you a list, right? Yeah. Of like where we can optimize. And sure, yeah, we can work towards that, right? But don't mm-hmm. let that get in the way of enjoying what we're doing right mm-hmm. now. And also just don't lose sense of like being able to go with the flow, mm-hmm. right? Trobos <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Next. 12. Never... Never, 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 ever, 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 ever. I oh my god! Please, I'm begging. Never ever buy luxury designer shit ever again. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh my, ya Tuhan, tolonglah. Like, oh my goodness, it's I. When I tell you, I cannot, I cannot put into words. Quite on top of my list of regrets is the money that has been spent on luxury shit that you re- I really could have just not, not you know, get no, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, yeah, just I, I and I think maybe to an extent I am the most qualified to talk about this because of like the community and environment that I grew up in where you really just see how worthless that shit actually is. Also, a lot of them, Jujur Peter, they're so bad quality. Yeah. They're actually they actually are. And or a bad quality or it's the exact same thing that like the exact same shit that you will find from like A, a local brand like selling like for example a, le- a bag made out of faux leather that is like 200k you know what I mean a lot of times it's just the same it's just a label mm-hmm. I have had so many conversations with like my other wealthy friends this is something that a lot of us with age you start realizing and we start agreeing upon that like yeah we've spent way too much money on luxury shit why just to like look cool fit in it's so dumb I will never stop complaining, but I'll stop now. So, and and I just want to say the only time, the only time that you will see me wearing designer, it, aside from the two that I already own, Indus wedding. What did you say? Indus wedding. 
ya kali gua wedding udah <laughs> tahu gua paling pantang perkawinan oh ya lu nggak tahu kalau yang ono <laughs> udah jangan <laughs> eh coba sensor ah no ya di di apa siapa the the guy siapa? you like yang dia di mana? Yang apa? The, the, Pandemic the, endemi. Oh, the epidemic. Oh, uh, the black guy. Mm-hmm. That was oh, don't run. I am so If over. If you that. have the I... chance to meet him again and then uh, semuanya run smooth, kayaknya aku bisa. Aduh, bilang aja you wanna ya. be the best man at my wedding lah. <laughs> bilang aja. Enggak usah, enggak 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 usah. You don't need to remind me of that guy. Like I'm bro, I'm already over him. Just oh, say you yeah. wanna be the best man at my wedding, bro. Yeah, like, Kalau katanya nggak mungkin the, the apa the time you will see me you see me apa? the only time the only yeah, the time only that time. you will see me wearing designer yeah. aside from the two that I already own Mm-mm. and you didn't let me finish is yeah. if they are sponsored by the brands themselves <laughs> you know what maybe <laughs> is in my wedding gitu kan nggak tahu misalnya okay clearly clearly we can tell Peter just really wants me to get married and it's not even for like my my benefit whatever it's just because he wants to be the best man. <laughs> No. I was Mala. If I ever have a wedding, I'll turn you into the flower girl. <laughs> I feel like you'd be cunt. Yeah. You'd be cunt yeah. as a flower girl. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Lesson number thirteen: Education don't stop just because you're no longer in school. Um, and Peter, he was saying about how it that would. Because uh, I I raised the uh, question of whether he is a proponent of needing to have a university like a bachelor's degree in order to be successful and thrive in a certain career in life, and Peter made the point that it would depend on which field that you are in, which is true. Yeah, if you want to like, certain fields, like you have to go to school, you have to like you to, to be legally do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. In, in order to get the legal. Uh, uh legal permit essentially yeah yeah, yeah. uh to be able to do that job sure but i will say definitely if it's like somebody like me entrepreneurship i studied entrepreneurship back in college mm-hmm. uh i went to business school uh, I, i studied entrepreneurship and like now i'm doing content creating and there um even i would say i would even say with i don't want to be i don't want to be presumptuous But I would assume, like, if you want to be a graphic designer, if you want to be a photographer, like, there are certain professions where you really don't need to go to school. Mm-hmm. Save your money and just take courses in courses. Udemy. Yeah. Udemy, Coursera. I actually used to, um, part of my entrepreneurship degree was also taking finance courses. Mm-hmm. And um, I took uh, course, finance courses that, you know, would teach about stocks, like mm-hmm. exchange uh, currency trading. Uh, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, stocks. Like, um, and I took finance courses that would teach me about stocks, for example. Um, but really, what I found was that number one, and, and this is not uh, to speak in detriment of LMU's finance um, education. Like, uh, LMU's education is wonderful. I just found that I learned a lot more about stocks. Number one, I took this like Udemy course. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll attach a screenshot if anybody's interested. But I took that course. on Udemy and that really solidified my knowledge foundations on how to do proper stock trading and stock investment but also you literally just learn by doing mm-hmm. 
a lot of it uh, even co you know content creating videography like i did not know how to use final cut pro even adobe adobe premiere pro susah banget anjing eh, I, i i'm not an adobe user uh, but you know videography like video editing and all of this like um even fucking cameras right even though i'm not the most proficient sure but like you literally just learn yeah. by doing yeah. or if you don't learn by doing Practice again well. yeah like uh, all information for things like this are available online next number 14 humans are not two-dimensional we have more than one personality you don't always gotta force yourself to be the other type of personality mm -hmm. during moments where you're just not feeling that way the way that i am with you uh, yeah. peter It's yeah, not it's, gonna be the same. The same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With let's say like if I'm with mm -hmm. someone or if I'm with my mom or if I'm yeah. with you know some dude that I like. Aku bilang kan, mm -hmm. kalau aku kerja aku nggak sama kayak ya aku di kehidupan sehari-hari. Right. No, yeah. no, no. But I think you know it's one thing when it's yeah your your work personality mm -hmm. versus your social personality. But even mm -hmm. within your social personality, I feel like we got different types of social personalities. Yeah depends on what circle yes you're in yes yes Ooh, yes what, which circle you're in mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's just and this was something that i i used to kind of struggle with of just kind of like forcing myself to always be one certain way with everybody it kind of out of fear that i would be perceived as being fake oh Right, because it uh, because I was sort of scared that if people if I wasn't consistent mm -hmm. and then people would start piecing shit together and like misconstruing shit mm -hmm. and saying like oh kok kalau dia sama aku begini tapi kalau kamu begini oh fake dong dia ya kan um, I don't know if that's something that is like a common thing that people would like think or maybe 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 it's just because like I maybe maybe it's just me maybe maybe I was the only one who thought like that but I mean definitely um, you know you don't gotta force yourself sometimes it's okay to be a different version of you i think what i what's more um what re what will resonate with more people and something that is also something that i resonate with is i'm, I'm an extrovert mm -hmm. i'm an extrovert i love talking clearly mm -hmm. <laughs> I, i i'm very talkative i'm very energetic i'm very animated i'm very outgoing but there are days where i just i'm not like that yeah there are days where i am not like that and sometimes what's annoying is that whenever the days that i'm not like that people would automatically assume that there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They would think like, Inda, are you mad at me? Or like, oh, are you like having a bad day or whatever? Yeah. And it's just like, they make a big deal out of it. But I'm just like, no, bro, I'm just, I'm just tired. Like, mm -hmm. or I'm not, maybe sometimes it's not even that I'm tired because tired is a bit of a negative energy. Sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's just because I woke up that day and that's just how I am. Yep. Yeah. And it's no big deal. Next. 15. Ah, ini relevant banget. What's um, udah denger itu enggak? Snow White. Did you hear about Snow White? What? The uh, live action uh, version of Snow White. Oh no. Yo, okay, you didn't. You're not keeping up with that. This is kind of re related to that. Even though when I wrote this, Snow White wasn't announced yet. But number 15, it's okay to want love and to want to be loved. Yeah. Because okay, gini. Uh, for the people who don't know, like Peter, mm -hmm. they're coming out with a live action remake of Snow White. But they completely changed the story of Snow White. You know, Snow White, the original mm -hmm. story was like, you know, she's like this little girl and mm -hmm. like she dreams of love, mm -hmm. finding her Prince Charming. Yeah, get like, yeah, she just wants to get oh. married. She just wants, she just wants to find love and get married. That's it. That's like her like aspirations, oh. which obviously is fine. Like to be honest, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong about that. But Disney was like, nah, we're gonna change it into Snow White's like this girl boss, and there's not gonna be a prince to save her. Like she, she's gonna save her own self, and she don't need no man. <laughs> 
sort of like that <laughs> hyper independent girl boss feminist type of like trope you know and a lot of people are actually just like it's getting a lot of negative criticism to be honest because a lot of people are just sick and tired of that shit like no like let us indulge in the fantasy of being saved especially as women because a lot of times in the real life guess what as women we have to always be the one to save ourselves Mm -hmm. let us indulge in the fantasy of yeah hey i want i want my prince charming Mm -hmm. to swoop in and like you know hold me and save me and you know give me true love's kiss Mm -hmm. let us indulge in that yeah Mm -hmm. and we also just i don't know part of the reason i mean obviously that's related to snow white but the reason why i wrote that is also just because i feel like we live in a time where you're sort of looked down upon for admitting that you want love mm-hmm. do you get what i mean yeah. I mm-hmm. Kaya, if they kind of view you a certain type of way if you admit that aku lagi cari pacar aku mau aku mau banget mau aku mau banget punya pacar you know aku mau banget menikah gitu like expressing the desire for love is sort of like yeah it's kind of like that simp like oh you're such a simp you know or like oh you're so if, if you're a man you're a simp and if you're a woman you're not feminist go block banget it's like okay live without love then let's see how you do i wrote this also because it's something that i've come to terms with I'm like yeah no i want somebody i want to find somebody i want to be loved okay like i you know i'm not begging for one fucking clearly but it's like yeah no if somebody comes along and we click yeah wouldn't that be nice mm-hmm. wouldn't that be nice just because like for the longest time too i had that like that fucking like feminists i'm not gonna lie like okay part of it like i used to be so far left liberal mm-hmm. like, maybe not so extremely far left but definitely like more left mm-hmm. and obviously i think people can tell it's because i lived in la yeah. people can piece that one together i used to have that sort of like very like hardcore feminazi mentality bro mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna lie and um full some magazine apa <laughs> what did you say oh apa you apa tadi yang kayak kamu kayak ke dalam yang feminazi and feel that feels amazing kan that gitu, feels amazing that LA, feels amazing la la kan cewek-ceweknya gitu oh <laughs> ya ampun yeah. are you trying oh my god yeah that's like that feels like so amazing like, are you yeah, trying, yeah. apa uh, that's the best day of my life apa what, what being, being that feminazi oh <laughs> no, like, yeah yeah no i get yeah. I, i get what you mean yeah 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 i used to kind of be that sort of like yeah feminism mm. i a man no 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 yeah. not, no men i hate men men are so gross and like no fuck that like i don't need you yeah. i don't I, i don't need any i don't need any of this i don't need no fucking man and just it's so it's so ridiculous and but you know to be honest and i and i and i talked about this when i got on the my last episode with lunar the one about motherhood a lot of it you know people talk like that bro it's because they hurting mm-hmm. it's because i was hurting man i was in so i was in so much pain and the way that i dealt with it was just to force myself to be apathetic yeah it's Ngentot. <laughs> Kaget anjing. Okay. That was my birth control mm-hmm. reminder but I'm not gonna take it now. Fuck that. <laughs> Screw my hormones. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's okay to want love and to be loved. Okay. Next. 16. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whether or not something matters to you is your choice. A lot of the times you can literally choose to just not care. A lot of times, mm-hmm. that's not pukul mati. That doesn't apply to every single thing. Obviously, if yeah. like God forbid your father dies, that doesn't apply. I 
very funny i just i had lunch with my friend natasha earlier today shout out to natasha she's listening to this but we were just talking about this of how like so much of like the things that we fight and like have had wars like when you think of like the course of human history of like how much blood has been shed how many wars we fought and just how much hatred there is racism right um geopolitics um gender wars everything is all of that all of those are social constructs. Mm-hmm. All of those are social constructs. Uh, like man-made, those are all man-made constructs. And something that I have learned over the course of, you know, being in like the public eye is that there are many things that take up a lot of your energy and your time and that do not spark joy like Mary Kondo. And you literally, you can literally just choose. Tell yourself I do not care. I choose to not care. I, I choose to not care. What's that saying? The one that's really popular on TikTok? I do not claim this energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can literally just say that. Yeah. You can literally just say that. I've, I've been so, I've been so much better about doing this because I used to, uh, I used to do this thing where I would read all of the comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? I love that. I, that is my like my favorite Indonesian phrase is just bodo amat. Bodo amat ever since ever ever since I learned the art of bodo amat. <laughs> ever since I've learned the art of bodo amat, my life has just been so much easier. If somebody does something that makes me feel some type of way, uh, but it doesn't pose like a direct harm to my safety or whatever, you know, I'm just like yeah, bodo amat, bodo amat. My mother yells at me. Bodo Amat. <laughs> it's just Bodo Amat. It's gonna be the caption of this. That's gonna. That's gonna be. Ah, Bodo Amat. Ah, Bodo Amat. <laughs> uh, for those that don't speak Indonesian, Bodo Amat just means so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's so stupid. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, seventeen. Ah, pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I this oh this one I really have had to learn because I mean y'all know me I love to fight but now I really realize that not all fights are really worth my time and energy mm-hmm. because I, I will debate I love to everybody knows this about me I love to debate if we gotta dish it out of the table like we will right I will sit down with you and have a three hour long conversation or discussion debate whatever you want to call it but I also realize that a lot of the times like let's say lgbt right the whole gender neutral thing that mm-hmm. i kind of like that that's been like blowing up on my tiktok recently if y'all saw that video or like just my story i post on my story as well it's become clear to me that a lot of people are not genuinely interested in having a conversation about this topic and resolving what they perceive to be an issue they just want an excuse to be able to channel out and validate their bigotry mau punya alasan jadi homofobik aja gitu cari alasan apa what does my mom like to say cari alasan untuk marah you have to realize that actually a lot of people they just they're looking for a reason to be angry mm-hmm. they because they i don't know I, I, but actually to an extent i used to be like that as well mm-hmm. when i was younger when i was like back in college yeah. <laughs> I'm angry no Let's search for some ah things. goodness my goodness when we <sighs> One of these day, one of these days, I probably should make a video about that. Where mm-hmm. it's like, it's true, actually. Like what people say, the older you get, and the more the older you get, mm-hmm. hopefully, the more mature you get, and the more logical thinking you get, yeah. the more rational thinking you get, right? Mm-hmm. And what comes with that is also you become, you tend to become more conservative. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that oh, the older you get, you become a conservative. Sorry, I, I phrased it kind of incorrectly, mm-hmm. but as in to say, relative to how you used to be, you become a little bit more conservative. Because mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, when I was like 21, like I was probably. Yeah. Ujung kiri, ujung yeah. kiri. You will de- debate everyone. Terus kalau sekarang kayak lebih. Mm. Ah, ini kayak si anjing nggak bisa diomongin lah. Iya, yeah, emang orangnya. Nah, ini percuma lah debat kusir doang lah. Gitu. Nah iya, nah iya. Nah gitu. ini masih bisa nih. <laughs> ah, nah, yeah, 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 exactly. That's why I pick and choose your battles, right? Because if I get the sense that this is somebody who is really willing to have a, 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 a conversation, not because you want to fight, but because there is a misunderstanding on a certain topic that maybe somebody just hasn't explained it to you well enough. Okay, maybe I can do that, yeah. right? And maybe you're open to having your mind, your opinions change, your your mind change, and likewise, I'm open to having my opinion. and you know my mind changed as well but some people they just don't want that some people they literally they just want to provoke for provocation sake mm-hmm. and when i was 21 back in college wah gila gua kanan kiri gua cari gara-gara sama orang yeah, mulu anjing yeah, and it's because no 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 I'll, i'll be honest because back then i was just a very angry unsatisfied person and also because everybody around me put it crassly everybody was just like this like uh, uh, perpetually triggered social justice keyboard warriors <laughs> jujur aja jujur the, yeah. the most utter the the uttermost jujurly everybody was just like these pissed blue-haired feminists <laughs> i never had blue hair but the mentality around me at that time was definitely of that nature and uh, yeah you're a product of your environment so that's why i say you know what i'm really uh, i used to, I, i used to be really scared of the thought of coming back here but i'm actually all things considered i'm so grateful that i came back i think coming moving back to indonesia has really made me a better person and i'm Yeah, I'm I'm confident about that. Um, next, 18. <laughs> Your inheritance is not guaranteed, and life is so much easier once you've learned to train yourself to the thought of your money being the money that you earn for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Because okay, the reason why I wrote this is actually, and I hope at this point my mother has stopped watching this video. But at some point, I was getting into a lot of trouble with my mom. Right, a lot of contentions at home, and my mother was seriously, mm-hmm. seriously contemplating not giving me my inheritance. Mm-hmm. And you know what? To be honest, I was okay with that. And and I and then I realized, why am I okay with that? I really I did not feel I did not feel scared mm-hmm. at her telling me that. Part of it is that I'm confident in my abilities to stand on my own two feet and use my skills in order to have a career and generate my own income. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but I think the part, other part of it too, I realize is because I've trained myself from a very early age to not view my mom's money as my money. Mm-hmm. D- do you see what I mean? Yep. Right. Because I've never, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, I, I'm not trying to be full of myself or whatever. I hope people don't misconstrue me. But it's just, I, I think one thing that is good about me is that I've never felt entitled to my mom's money, regardless of how much I know, how much she has. Mm-hmm. Um, there's to me, there's always been a distinction. Like my mom's money is my mom's money because that is the money that she earned. Tu kan dia udah apa berbanting tulang, yaitu duitnya dia. Gua ngapain? Kerjanya tidur makan doang anjing. So yeah, I've trained that from a very I've trained myself to be that way from a very early age, and that's why that is part of the reason why. Like in college, I worked like seven different jobs, like shitty minimum wage. Jobs with fucking white people yelling at me and shit, and I I didn't mind. I I I appreciated the the hustle. A sub lesson that I would put underneath here, if I could add one, is I'm actually I think one of the things that I've learned for myself is that I think everybody should experience being an employee at least once. When I was an employee, um, I'm not saying that you should 
know what it feels like to be shitted on mm-hmm. and abused mm-hmm. and um, ya ditendang diinjekin yeah. kayak gitu seenaknya I'm not saying that right I think it would have been better for me if maybe some of my employers and some of the customers uh, you know and, and like clients or mm-hmm. whoever that I interacted with it would have been a lot nicer if they were nicer to me mm-hmm. right but it taught me a lot on I think I was talking to you about this it taught yeah. me on how what it taught me a lot on how to not treat my future employees mm-hmm. it, it made me so much more empathetic of corporate workers or just workers in general like mm-hmm. customer service people I used to work customer mm-hmm. service Customer service in America is such a humbling job. Mm-hmm. It humbles you down so much. I really, I recommend mm-hmm. everybody to work at least one blue, blue collar. Blue color. Yeah, to work at least one blue collar job. It humbles you down so, so much. So, so much. I just realized that that is lesson number 22 on my list. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was lesson number 22. So, we can skip 22 later. That we were at... 18 yeah with 18 like your inheritance is not your inheritance is not guaranteed it's also just a lesson of like don't feel too don't be too entitled and too complacent with not complacent sorry don't get too comfortable don't get too comfortable because literally and i i don't support this but from an objective legal standpoint your parents have the legal rights to not give you your inheritance yeah. if they don't deem you fit to inherit it yeah. right so just learn how to not depend so rely entirely on your parents inheritance know how to stand on your own two feet Mm -hmm. part of that go get a job Mm -hmm. go get a job and humble yourself down and then one day when you become a boss of employees treat them the way that you wish your employers had treated you because a lot of employers out there are shit Mm -hmm. um next 19 duration of time you've known one another is not tantamount to the depth of how deep you know one another just because y'all have known each other for a really long time like y'all got all those years underneath your belts does not mean shit Mm -hmm. it does not speak to how emotionally intellectually connected you guys are it doesn't so it's so sad too that that it does also does not speak to how loyal they are to you despite the years that you've had together yeah I have seen, I've never, per, well, I've kind of personally experienced this where it's like, you know, the the ex-best friend who like was a fucking mm-hmm. homewrecker and she tried to sleep with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Bro, we were, we were friends for all, all, all those years in college, like four, four years. Like you, you was my homegirl. You was my homegirl for all four years. I nearly lived with you. Mm-hmm. I spent Thanksgiving with you. And damn, like one day I got a boyfriend and instead of going out and finding your own boyfriend, you try to sleep with mine. Yeah. Have you had that? like a friend that you've had for a really long time and then like one day they just like betray you or whatever pernah enggak ya tapi enggak se-extreme itu sih ya enggak usah ya enggak usah mereka pelakor pembinor whatever you want to call it like, yeah. they don't they don't gotta be a homewrecker but like yeah, yeah pernah ya mm-hmm. i think i think i think most people have to some extent but damn i, I that's with, with me and that girl that was four years imagine when it's the friends that have been for like 10 years yeah Then they throw everything away for things like money, for example. Itu sering sebenarnya. Kalau itu yang kejadian, yang kejadian. Temannya dari kecil yang bikin dia bankrupt. Ya, 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 ya. Ya, you hear stories like, like that. Since they was like born together, rumahnya barengan, dah kayak dianggap saudara sendiri. Ya, exactly ya. Yeah. Terus ditelantarkan gitu aja. Tiba-tiba 
Wah, gue bikin bangkrut lo anjing. Uh-huh. Aneh banget. Right, yeah. That's a cra- yeah, no, it's crazy how quickly some people can just switch up on you. Uh-huh. <sighs> Sad, but yeah, whatever. Next, number 20. Ah, okay, number 20. The more you pressure and force yourself to figure it out and get your shit together, the further away you get from achieving any of those. So just let time do its thing. Apa sih, my friend Deandra, she always likes to say, is this a saying in Indonesian? Ngelawan arus. Yeah. Ya kan? Mm-hmm. You're fighting the waves. Mm-hmm. Don't fight the waves. Some just Sometimes you just gotta go with it. Th- that was also like earlier this year, like when I had that whole meltdown thing. In the middle of my meltdown, I was struggling with, no, I have to get back on my feet ASAP, ASAP, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, udah cepat pul- cepat pulih lah you know yeah, you know like just like just get your shit together like now i was like constantly forcing myself pressuring myself to like like quickly get back up on my feet and just some things like that you just can't help you just you gotta let time do its thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah 21 listen to both sides and don't just judge someone based off of a short clip that you've seen on social media mm-hmm. yeah yeah um very funny you know this one time i don't think you i don't think you and i knew each other yet at that time mm-hmm. but earlier very 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 early like this was when i just got i started gaining followers and like i had like a social media platform and all that like a little bit after ju uh my first viral ju video and i i love podcasts mm-hmm. not just making them but i listen to so many right in and clearly i love politics And I listen to a lot of American political content. I tune into a lot of American political commentators and pundits. And it's it's from both sides. I listen to, yeah, the liberal sides, but also the conservative side. Okay, let me just name the conservative sides, right? Like Ben Shapiro, Candace Owen, mm-hmm. uh, the Daily Wire. I tune into the, like, the entirety of the Daily Wire, pretty much. Um, PragerU, yeah, PragerU. I tune into PragerU. And I just, in general, I, just, I listen to both sides. Because I, I think you should do that. I think you should be listening to both sides and not just immediately judge. judge. Yeah, not yeah. not immediately judge, not immediately make assumptions when you don't even got the full story. And especially when it comes to politics, like a lot of people just have this bandwagon type of mentality of like picking mm-hmm. sides. It's like it's your favorite sports team. Like, no, this is this is people's lives being, that you're talking yeah. about, you know, being bigots being bigots yeah 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 um either way like it's it's bigoted either way you know but anyways like i tune into both sides and i'm very open about that right and just one day i just thought i would share podcasts that i listened to included in what i shared on my instagram story included ben shapiro candace owens kayak gitu right and i even i even already disclaimed that when it came to the political ones right Of course, there is not a single person out there that you are going to agree with every single thing. Yeah. Peter and I, we have our disagreements. My mother and I, we have our disagreements. My mm-hmm. my best friends and I, like, we have our disagreements. Like, that's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. And when it comes to all these, like, po- you know, political, like, I don't know, fucking, like, uh, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Pierce Morgan, Trevor Noah. Well, Trevor Noah's not really politics, but AOC, right? Um, Whoever, whoever. Destiny, Hunter Avalon, like we're not always going to agree 100%. Uh, but I think that they, even within disagreements, like you can appreciate the different perspectives that they bring, right? Anyways, this one person from back in high school, <laughs> this one person from back in high school who I didn't even know was following me, but apparently they were. And then they wrote me a really, really long essay 
calling me a fucking bigot because I was platforming. Uh, and for context, this person, obviously we went to just, just kita rata-rata, uh, very, very liberal lah. Mm-hmm. Very liberal, very left, uh, progressive. Um, and this person was very, very left. Very, very leftist. And um, yeah, um, she called me a bigot. All because I shared that I listened to Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens to like my following of 4,000 people at that time. And that I was platforming um, platforming conservatives with bigoted, um, homophobic, misogynistic, like dangerous ideals that would harm marginalized communities. And I'm just like, oh my god, bitch, calm down. I was literally just sharing shit that I listened to. You think just because, like, some people dad ask, like, what was so annoying about living in California, to be honest, and everybody was so politically charged. And, like, the moment I even, like, Joe Rogan, ya ampun. Joe Rogan is a liberal, by the way. But somehow, because he said one thing, one thing, I think it was about, like, transgenders, like, uh, uh, something about, like, being trans or something, where I think he said that he doesn't agree with little kids being able to transition, which, yeah. by the way, let me just put it out there, mm-hmm. I ag- I disagree with little kids being able to transition as well, especially like, surgically and hormonally, mm-hmm. if they're under a certain age, yeah, no, I'm gonna put it out there, yeah, no, I, 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 I disagree with that, I'm sure Peter is of the same opinion, yeah. most people, mm-hmm. to be honest, are, but when you say that out loud, and, and then suddenly everybody just calls you a fucking transphobe. Yeah, itu kayak, waktu itu, ada ini pernah debat di Facebook ini waktu LGBT pertama kali kayaknya di Indo pertama kali rame-rame lah 2000-an ya yeah, 2015 yeah. around that time uh-huh. terus uh, temanku anak biologi ada yang ngepost lah terus aku bilang e, intinya dari postingnya dia nggak ada hewan yang gay nggak ada hewan yang homo terus ternyata enggak kok beberapa spesies itu ada yang homo mm. ada papernya mm. terus ada ada satu orang ini mm. padahal dia like get got his PhD in Sweden mm-hmm. terus bilang oh orang yang kalau mendukung homo kayak gini nih biasanya dia homo juga what the fuck man iya yeah, iya yeah. how stupid mendingan PhD lu buat gua ada anjing iya iya give me your filosofi Doctor of philosophy gitu anjing tapi lo logic lu flow banget. The literally bro literally the definition of like all these degrees and you still a fucking idiot. You yeah. still uneducated mm. for real for real. And like um yeah. but yeah. Yeah no 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 it's just it's how apa sih namanya like some people you say one thing yeah. and then they immediately paint this like black and white yeah. binary on yeah. you. It's so insane. Mm. The extent to which I feel like our generation And even yeah, I I guess the generation even before us, like just the like the lack of ability for nuanced thinking is mm-hmm. so insane. Mm-hmm. It drives me so fucking crazy. I say that I disagree with, uh, yeah, kids. Uh, that's probably like the the hot topic right now in America is like oh children, um, uh, di di diperbolehkan to surgically and hormonally transition yeah. under the age of 18, 16, kayak gitu. To me, that's fucking crazy, yeah. right? And then I say that and they think I want all trans people to die. It's like, yeah. huh? No. No, bro. Uh, insane. The same thing with, with like, uh, back in LA, Joe yeah. Rogan, right? And I say, yeah. I say the littlest of things. I say, oh yeah, no, I tune into Joe Rogan content. Yeah, no, I like his content. I like his content. Not that I agree with every single thing that comes out of his mouth, but it's just, I like his content. It's very homey. It's very conversational, yeah. uh, uh, right? It feels like you're there with them, like having a conversation, just listening in. That's what I mean when I say I like the content. They're thinking, also oh, you hate trans people and you want trans children to die. <laughs> yeah, itu sama kayak 
<tuh> dulu kan ada Hitler tuh ada yang bagus tuh kata gue nah ini bagian Hitler yang ini keren nih harus dicontoh mm. oh jadi lu mendukung pembunuhan kayak what the fuck man nggak uh, gitu ya dong, gak gitu kali jadi pengikutnya Hitler ya nggak gitu kali Cuy, But... Nazi udah nggak ada gue di Indonesia bukan di Jerman <tuh> <langsung>. <tuh> But yeah, it's just it's insane. It's insane. Like, mm. oh goodness, I I could go on about that one point. <laughs> I really I could go on, but I won't. Okay, so we'll we'll move on next. Yeah. Um, yeah, next twenty two was the one about how you need to be an employee at least once in their lives. Twenty three, just because it's mainstream, don't always mean it's right or safe. Do your own research. Yeah. Wow, wow. Hmm. <sighs> Ito sama kaya. Dulu sebelumnya Nikolaus Kopernikus bilang Helios ada heliocentrik semua orang ke geocentrik kan. Akhirnya Nikolaus Kopernikus, wah ini orang sesat nih anjing padahal yang gue sekarang heliocentrik gitu. What is what the fuck are you talking about heliocentric? Uh, heliocentric means kayak uh, planet di tata surya uh, berotasi ter- eh, berrevolusi terhadap matahari. The oh the uh, oh the the, the um sun the, the 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 center of the galaxy kan. Aha. Uh-huh. Tapi kalau yang geocentric itu Earth is the center of the galaxy. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, many things. It's not mm-hmm. just about like the sun. It's even like, for example, flat Earth versus, flat Earth, yeah, yeah, kan? yeah flat Earthers kayak gitu. Or, ya apa aja kayak, I mean, even uh, medicine. I, I find this the most relevant in medicine. Like people uh, like so quickly hop on like the latest diet trend, like mm-hmm. health trend kayak gitu. Padahal like there's no research to support that, to substantiate mm-hmm. any of it being true. And just yeah, do your own research. The thing that's sometimes hard about saying do your own research though is that, and I remember I watched this one TikTok video talking about this. I can't remember what it is called because there is a name for it. But there is this phenomenon, essentially, essentially there is this phenomenon whereby you can find anything on the internet under the guise of it being peer-reviewed research that will support any claim you want. Like for example, the example that they gave was like coffee. If you look up the research for is coffee bad for your health? Does coffee cause um can coffee cause a heart attack? There is gonna be some research out there that probably yep. says like yeah, there is like some correlation or like yo oh yeah like mm-hmm. it's uh you can get a heart attack from drinking too much coffee blah 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 kayak gitu and it's like uh, yeah that <laughs> yeah itu juga gara-gara um apa ya inability to read and to understand statistics. Mm, that too. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Padahal dulu diajarnya dari SMP kayaknya itu kan metode penelitian segala macam cuma kan ya SMP biasanya cuma ngafalin doang. Right. Jadi, and I think it's also people's uh-huh. inability to um not nuance but like um whenever something says like oh there is a correlate correlation versus causation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really struggle with that one for sure. And maybe I think that is just the fault of being human because to be honest, humans are so dumb. <laughs> yeah, guys, see, like uh, when a, a, a research says that oh there is a correlation, and then people anggapnya it's a causation, padahal different kan. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> bro, bro, that's every single that you know Asian parents with like WhatsApp group chats. Yeah, forwarded by many times. Oh yeah, ampun. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Oh my goodness. I also see my camera. The memory card is about to like itu jebol. So let's 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 wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Last three. Come, final three. Come on. The, number twenty four. Have friends that you can agree to disagree with and have and the same 
and the, the same with confrontations disagreements also don't have to be serious and scary mm -hmm. literally it is not offensive to disagree you will disagree with everybody there is not a single person out there you share every single opinion on earth with mm -hmm. that is the same as you no absolutely not so learn to learn to be able to disagree yeah number 25 as much as possible never borrow money from anybody <laughs> yeah not even your parents yeah Jujur, not even your parents mm -hmm. Um, I would love to go on, but I'm having anxiety because of like the memory card blinking. <laughs> but anyways, the last one, number 26, is that 26 is not... Anjing mati, no space on the memory card, go block! Okay. You know what? Huh? There you go. Hi. Anjing, wow, the terakhir! Oh my goodness, anjing gua udah terakhir janca. Anyways, okay, no, handheld number 26 is that 26 is really not that old. Mm -hmm. Peter Peter and his 30-year-old as will agree. <laughs> yeah, kan, 26 is not that old. 26 is really not that old, you guys. Like I promise, like and it's so hard when you're in the moment of it, but it's just because now that I'm 26, I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm already 26." But I was already like that when I was 21. When I hit 21, I'm like, oh shit, I'm already 21. Then I hit 22, and I'm like, oh shit, I already hit 22. You know? So, it's just... <laughs> but, yeah, 26 is really not that old. We have time. Life does not, and life does not end once you hit 30. If anything, people tell me, your life, life just, your life is just getting started at 30. If anything, that's what people like to tell me. And I think, I might be wrong, Ilham, I think, was the one who told me this. Because Ilham is... 34 and i think he was the one who told me like if you are in your 20s and you are struggling and you are suffering good because it means that you are striving uh towards a certain goal uh like you know you're, you're in the pursuit of something that is hard but you know the things that are worthwhile in life like they're the hard things right and it just means that yeah right now you are struggling because you are in the pursuit of that but then you know like later on when you hit your 30s or 40s like yeah that's gonna pay off you know so if you are 26 and life is shit and hard right now that's probably a good thing so yeah and um because i do not want peter to just sit there and look at me like that because this is so weird <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cut this here we'll cut this here this has been enough okay um bye bye now flip the camera over to your face and say bye flip the camera to my face yeah <laughs> go block bye like comment and fucking subscribe you cunts